gentlemen, to the greatest podcast on earth. Step right up and experience the magnificence that is the Two Ring Circus Podcast. You'll gasp. <gasps> you'll laugh. <laughs> and you'll be amazed at what comes next. Amazing. Don't worry about the smell. It's just the stars of our show, Tom Italiano. G'day. And Matt Bradshaw. G'day. Welcome. <laughs> Episode 155, Matthew Bradshaw. Holy fudge bandit tree. What, how have our lives improved in the last three years since we started this? Uh, have you ever looked at any of them? Have you ever watched any of them back? Yeah, well, what what's clearly improved in my life is the amount of food um, uh, oh, come <laughs> I on. compared to what I must have been eating back then. Come on. Serious. I'm too low in the frame. I'm too high in the frame. <laughs> there. Um. Now our heads are equidistant from the top of the screen and that pleases me. Oh, do you like my deers? I love your deers. <laughs> oh dear. I've got multiple. Yeah. I've got deers and a deer leg. That's a that's a cute scene behind you. I like it. Thanks. I stole it off the internet. Yeah. 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 I, I I definitely had planned in the live streams to use um only my own photos. Um and I did it once and then realised it, it was really... So that was before I um, started putting actual video montages together, which I did for our Greek trip. Yeah, yeah. Just three hours of a slideshow uh. that, I, that I made everyone watch. It was like inviting everyone to my house for a slideshow, which no one would enjoy. Oh, no, I know, would. I would. I love slideshows. Do you? I love when people go on holiday and they come back with like a thousand photos and they go... And they go, oh, look, I haven't had a chance to edit it. And I go, don't worry, I'll look at every every one of them. The ones, wow. that you, the ones you accidentally took of the floor of the church you were in, I want to see them. I love them. <laughs> God damn. I love people's, yeah. like, slideshows. Well, once again, you prove that you're a better human than I. Hey, you know what? I've just realised. Yeah. I've got, because I've got a curved monitor now. <clears throat> um, right. That's not a large lizard that's got a, a, a crook back. I mean, I've got a... I've got like a whispering wall kind of vibe happening here. Oh, nice. So I can hear you in my ear. Um, this It's actually better. It's actually, yeah, it's good. I've got, I got a bit of a surround sound thing going on. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's, well, you know, fuck, you got to take your positives where you can. And uh, my own personal whispering wall. <laughs> oh. um, is that a Jewish thing? Is that the Wailing Wall in Jerusalem? Oh, it's the Wailing yeah. Wall. Oh, what's a whispering wall? Oh, that's, uh, no, that's just any wall that that's, you can that's whisper Matt, at one end. That's Matt Bradshaw's thing. Yeah. No, no, no. There's whispering walls. There's one in Australia. There's there's at least one in Australia because I reckon I've been to it. Well, you're at it now. Yeah, but you know. Like they're usually – I know the wailing wall isn't, but whispering walls are often – they're just like the, 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 the boundary wall of a dam or something, aren't they? It's just the – it's just a big curved enough surface that you can – hey – what, I can someone see you at the other end. Someone you look at the like other a end. Dickhead. Oh, yeah. yeah, cool, cool. Okay. I understand. The at the other end says, I do not. Yeah, see, that kind of thing. No, no, you can whisper it. Huh. <laughs> I don't know um, if that's how whispering walls work. 
We should find one and see if we can go to one. At least we. It sounds like uh, in order to make it work, we'd actually have to social distance. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> um, whispering wall. That uh, bird outside your house has not been to a whispering wall. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> There's one in Williamstown. Ah, oh, the Williamstown well, whispering right. wall. Oh, uh, Williamstown in South Australia. <laughs> <laughs> no, where's five three? There's one in Williamstown. What? What's fu- Oh, yeah, that's South Australia's fight. Jesus Christ, I used to live there. <laughs> Williamstown. It's a dam. We were the first ones to visit. Oh, it's a trip advisor. Uh, I went across the dam to the other side and whispered back and forth to my wife. It was so clear. That was one sentence, by the way. See? There's a large car park and good toilet facilities. So now, you could... now, if the person who had done that right, and invited me over to see the photos from his trip, I'd be wrapped. <laughs> Would you? This is where we're at the Whispering Wall. And this is <laughs> while I was walking to the other side of the dam. And this, this... Uh, this I dropped my phone in the water, but it's okay because it had a bowl of rice. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Ebola rice? Ebola That's rice. not good. <laughs> hey, there was... um. There was a show on last night. Cat was watching it, some co- comedy show, where they, um, where Rebel Wilson puts nine comedians in a room, and ah, oh, the la- it's the last one standing or something like that, and they they try to make each other laugh, and it, as soon as someone laughs, they get kicked out. So it's the last person to laugh, and it was legit funny. Yeah. And Rosie and I were in here d- doing our um, Facebook live, and we could hear Cat in the other room <laughs> laughing through the walls. It was the best. But, yeah, I, I go on. <clears throat> no go. Well, I've that- seen I've seen bits and pieces like that on on the on the socials and YouTube and stuff, and thought that it would be um, if there was a way of being able to implement it easily, and it's kind of not. But for you and I to do it in one of our live things, oh yeah. All yeah. right, well let's think about that. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, yeah that 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 can be really funny. I've seen a I've seen a few of those. Um, I can't think of the name of the guys, but they they um. Like they do it kind of candid camera style as well. So they're in like a doctor's waiting room. Okay, yeah. And so there's just normies and yeah. then there's, you know, three or four of them and they just do outlandish stuff to try to make each other laugh and then when one of them laughs, they have to leave and it's just a room full of people oh, just looking like at when like, we go, when why we is go... this idiot riding through here on a tricycle with a, you know, fucking justice like cap When on. we go to the bathroom and, you know, one of us says to the other one where there's... We just like, hey, nice cock. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, good, good. <laughs> um, but someone in the show, one of the things that they said to try to get uh, the other, so we watched like the first fifteen minutes of it before we came in here to do our live, and um, yeah, one of them says made an Ebola joke, like, um, and it was like, oh, this was clearly recorded a few months ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and also, you know, they're all they're all kind of near each other. It's like, oh yeah, they make all these stuff, all these things they're making, which are, you know, supposed to be now, and Big Brother and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, can't be putting. Oh that no, stuff no, into Big me. Brother. There's there's been no Big Brothers in real time. All right, right. Because right. there's been a coronavirus scare in the crew of Big Brother. Far out. Yeah, I haven't. I, I read that a couple of days ago. I don't know what the what the the, the wash up is of that. <laughs> um. So is uh is last last one last man last someone what's it called? 
Uh, I, I it's something last something standing or something like yeah, that. I don't know. It's yeah, definitely yeah. not last man standing, is it? So let's face no. it. Um, no. Uh, I feel like I, I, I put something on that. Yeah, no, fuck it. I did. I put something on that, but let's we can move on. Um, is this uh, Rebel Wilson's new vehicle? Is it after after Pooch Perfect? They're just uh, finding her shit to do. Yeah, I think they are. She's incredibly likable. Is she? Yeah, she's lovely. Okay. Yeah, I I'll mean, g- like, um, I'll give her another chance. Just for she's you. got she's got a thing like where, um, she's look she's. Yeah, I think she's really likable. Like, Great. Um, and when it comes to doing something like that, when she's a host, like, because she, when she's a host, she'll she'll make, like, silly puns and, like, her kind of personality. Well, she was hosting a show called Pooch Perfect. I know. She couldn't make silly puns. Jesus Christ. Well, I, and she did. Also, I, we had it on while we were making dinner one night. We were like, okay, this show is ridiculous, but she's really cute. She's she's really likable. Okay. Um. But yeah, I imagine yeah, she prob- they probably are just giving her things to do because um, of how she got dragged through the fucking Australian media um, a year and a half ago. So I don't know, maybe they're um, maybe they're trying to be nice to her because that's hmm. the right thing to do. Be nice to people. How hard could it be? Hmm. How hard could yeah, it be? Yeah, I guess. Um... <clears throat> Yeah, I suppose. I, uh, I I went shopping yesterday. To to um, um no, just a supermarket. Okay. Yep. Because uh, I I um I still <coughs> I'm ash- I'm slightly ashamed that I still go to the supermarket giants. Um. Because uh, you know, it's it's um. I mean, on the one hand. In our current situation, on the one hand, it's probably more socially responsible because I shop online and then I just go and pick it up and then I fuck right off again. Um, but uh, mainly it's laziness because imagine we weren't in the middle of what we're in the middle of. Um, you know, I could go to my... I do go to my local green grocer. All right, forget all that. I'm not that much of an ass. But um, I, uh, <laughs> I I went I went to the supermarket yesterday to pick up my online groceries and... Um, <coughs> Uh, but before I pick them up, I, uh, do you ever do that? Like, do you ever do the online grocery thing? Never. Ah, uh, it's really good. It's yeah, really good. Well, because I... someone else goes and gets all your stuff for you. Yeah. No. Ah, oh, it's good. Mm. It's good. Pro- because... It's probably, it's the entire reason I don't like it. I did a, I did one online shop and like, we got like a, a voucher, you know, like, cause they want you to do it. Um, and, um. You know, like five or six of the thirty-five things weren't available, so we got refunded, and so to oh. fucking go get them anyway. It's like, well, oh, I'd rather, that's... I'd rather go. I'd rather go and go. It's not here. Oh fuck, <laughs> moving to Lara. That doesn't happen here. I can, ca- I can count on one hand the number of times that uh, that has happened that something's been out of stock, and usually it'll be something like caramel Tim Tams, and I just, I just say, well, everything happens for a reason. Um, so. Yeah, we don't want you in Lara anyway, you people. <laughs> kind of people who'd say shit like that. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm speaking on behalf of everyone else in Lara because I think 80% of them would agree. And the other 20% are the type of people who say that. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
uh, I, I don't know. I feel like most of the people who listen and watch this would, would understand uh, my, my ironic take on that. But, you know, some of them uh, I just... and, and, and you're the 80% that I don't want to talk to as well. So and, I, and I, you know, I just spent like, uh, you know, 15 seconds, two minutes ago saying, how is it to be nice? <laughs> so... well, well, I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah. How I mean, hard is it to be nice? It's not hard, you know what? And if you think everything happens for a reason, I'd be nice to you. Just don't think everything happens to me for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> so I went shopping. Yes. How hard is it to be nice? I went shopping. This is the point. Yes. There was a there was a thread. I didn't just randomly. Mm. Oh, well, you're much better than me at this because I just randomly do everything. Uh, so you click <laughs> on the thing to say that you're 15 minutes away. Like they send you a <laughs> message to say your groceries. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna do it. Great, thanks, man. And then you click on the thing, and you say you're 15 minutes away, and then it's and then it gives you a little follow up to say click on this next thing when you're here. Great. So I pulled up in the car park and I clicked on the I'm here, and then I walked walked past where you would go to collect your stuff uh, because there was uh, something I'd forgotten to buy. So I um uh, I went looking for uh I went looking for um you know you can buy you might you might not know pre-made frozen pastry cases. Yeah. Like to make pies. Mm -hmm. Chickens go in. Mm, pies come out. Um, what kind of I pies? I couldn't find them. So I went back up to the service desk and there were the two girls who I know quite well now, um, as far as you know anyone who works in the supermarket well, uh, having a little chat and I just went and sort of leaned I hip up against the counter while well, they didn't tell me off for doing that. Um, I'm just giving you the picture. I'm trying to I'm trying to paint a, an image for you with my worms, and uh, they both looked at me. Bloodworms. And uh, oh, I forgot forgot to tell the other part. I didn't just wander up to the counter because I couldn't find pastry. Um, I was in the supermarket wandering about looking for pastry, and um, yeah, as you do. And uh, then my name got called over the speakers. In the supermarket. Did you get, like, Matt Bradshaw, come to the office? Please come to the office. I got... Your uh, mum's here. Your mum's here. To... You forgot your lunch? <laughs> 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 your mum's at the office. Uh, no, it was... <laughs> That's funny. Um, no, it wasn't actually for me, but it was about me. But it certainly sounded like it was for me because yeah. how often have you been in a supermarket and someone's called your name? All the time. But Shut they're, up. But they're actually saying... Oh. They're actually saying mum. <laughs> it's kids saying mum. I think they're saying Dom all the time. Ah. Uh, mum. What? <laughs> oh, well, this was actually grocery pickup for Bradshaw. Has this been actioned? <laughs> oh, oh, God. <laughs> so I walked up to the counter and said, my name just got called over the speakers. Am I in trouble? <laughs> and she said, no, 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 sorry. That was, you know, we. it hasn't come down to the front yet. And I said, I thought I'd missed my flight. <laughs> and she said... Yeah, no one's allowed to fly anywhere. <laughs> so yeah, this kind of funny little exchange, and that reminded me that actual human interaction is probably important because I love living by myself and just being here alone all the time. But I had that moment of, oh, actually, people are really kind of cool. And then I took my groceries outside, so that was lovely, and it was you know nice to see you and take care, and everything's great, and blah blah blah. It was a different one to the one who, when I picked up my groceries one time, said. No beer today. <laughs> oh, how dare you? No beer today. Um, 
And then I walked outside and, and uh, they're doing renovations at my at my supermarket shopping complex thing. And so there's only one way to get out and it's a big chain link fence, scaffolded, you know, metre and a half, two metres wide way to get out. And three people in front of me, the moment they got outside, lit up smokes and just wandering in front of me. And I... So that, to me, that balanced it out. I just had a lovely interaction. I thought, you guys are fucked, you three. This is, oh, I didn't come here for this. Anyway, I got my pastry. So I'm, uh, and I, cause I've got spare eggs. So I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make a, ah, uh, yeah, I'm gonna make a quiche. What of it? Go on, see if I care. Not you, them. That's right, you can make a quiche if you want. Yeah, so I'm gonna, for, for Sarah and I tonight. Sarah's, Sarah's coming over again to do the gig with me tonight. Oh, cool, great. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just gonna be her and I tonight. Uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna try and lift ourselves out of a collective hole that we've found ourselves in. Well, it's not a collective hole; it's two sep two separate holes. That they'll become a collective once you bring them together. Um, yeah, dig up, stupid. Yeah, so hopefully, yeah, between the two of us, we can fucking elevate ourselves from our our um, malaise. Tell us about your malaise hole. Don't know, man. Don't I just, uh, uh, you know, I mean, let's not go into it because, you know, this is uh, by rights. I mean, you and I have a conversation here, but by rights, this is supposed to be entertaining and there's nothing entertaining about hearing about somebody's fucking stuff. Oh, well, there, there you go. This this can add to the entertainment. I don't particularly agree with you <laughs> <laughs> about it. Need, it's supposed to be entertaining. Um. Um, I was talking to Rosie yesterday and we were talking about our, our, you know, our anywheres thing and how, um, so you just call it anywheres. You don't call it the anywheres. Um, we were talking about our, the anywheres thing. Yeah. I don't know. Our anywheres thing. I, I, we don't have a, uh, maybe if you're in the band, you can call it what you want. Do you reckon <laughs> that, um, Paul and John referred to it as our Beatles thing? But Ringo and George used to call it the Beatles because they didn't quite feel like they were in it. <laughs> uh, I don't. Well, I don't know. No. I well, you know. wouldn't. Possibly. Shouldn't have asked. Go on. Um. Yeah, and we were we were we were talking about it just about how um. Well, there's I guess there's an element with with the fact that we're recording a new song because one of the songs that we did record. Rosie just felt like it just was a real mismatch for the record, and and that was mainly about how, she, you know, it represented her voice in the context of the rest of the record. Which, I'm, you know, if she is one of those situations where I really like it, but she feels pretty strongly about it. So it's like, yeah, no worries. Like, you know, we. You don't want to make a record with someone. Well, it's different when it's your record. I don't mind record, making my own record and there's two songs that well, I just skip every time. Um, Should we also explain, uh, and, well, I'm going to I'm gonna matsplain this to you. Excellent. Um, uh, she felt that way about it because unlike everything else you did on the record, it was mainly her vocal and not a duet. <clears throat> yes, and... Um, stylistically quite different. It's a bit of an upbeat, oh, okay. kind of more rocky thing. And you know how Rosie, um, I didn't really know this because, of course, I don't, I don't work in the scene like a lot of other people do. Um, and she's kind of known as this kind of, as she would 
describe it as kind of like a bit of a foghorn, like this kind of loud rock singer chick, right? She's like, I'm the foghorn. Like, I just put me up the front and I make a bunch of rock noise and like... Yeah, people... foghorn conforto, we call it. <laughs> and, um, you know, that's what that's what she's known as. So whenever anyone's heard the Anywheres, right, it's the first time that they've heard her sing kind of delicately. <sighs> and people have... She said, everyone says to me, oh, I didn't know you could sing like that. And I'm like... Oh, wow. What? Because my only experience with her has been like in little acoustic duo situations where we have to be quiet. So she sings like that all the time. Yeah, that's that's to be honest, that's how I know of her as well. I've never <laughs> yeah. worked with her, but I've seen her. And I but I mean I've seen her do other stuff, but I've seen her do stuff as like a backing vocalist for touring acts and stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean I, I... So that's that's different again, but certainly doesn't scream foghorn at me. Well, I think there's a bit of an element. I mean, like she's done the rockabilly thing, and 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 yeah, I have sat next to her, and she's belted something out. It's like, whoa, that's really very, very loud. And she's got gears in her voice that she doesn't use very often. Uh, right. um, and there's that. Um, I guess it reminds me of when uh, people say things like, you know, oh, do you play acoustic or electric guitar? When when you're like, oh, I play guitar, mm. you know, like whatever the guitar's there, I play it. A lot, it's just in people's head, they go, oh, this is what I think you are. This is what I think you are. And it, I think she's been really surprised at how it's come out of the woodwork that people have kind of had her categorised as yeah, the big noisy, you know, uh, rock and roll, rockabilly type singer or from her previous original project, Pretty Villain, the rock chick. Yeah. Um. I actually never heard very much of Pretty Villain. Certainly, I saw the Rockabilly thing. That's fun, super duper. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. And um, I think there's an element to it. She goes, "That song that we put on the rec- that we were going to put on the record is the one song which is like how people sure. describe seeing her." And she's like, "And for that reason, like, and the yeah, fact- great. Well, that and, makes and, perfect sense. Yeah, and the fact it's a solo, pretty much a solo song. She yeah. just it didn't sit, which is." Um, which is really cool. But I guess what we were talking about, the whole entertainment thing, it's like, see, for me, like, I I just try to be me doing what I do. And if you like it, you like it. And if if you don't, you don't. And when I try to be entertaining, I hate what I do. When I try no, to right. put when I try to put on a show, when I try to try to be what I'm not, like there's a part of me which is fun and all that kind of stuff, but that's usually way more bouncing off another music. Like when you and I do a gig together, I play like, you know, the I kind of play the the foil to your, you know what I mean? Like, you know, we... I know what you're saying. We put on a thing together and I can get into that, but I to do it by myself, I'm just totally... I'm <laughs> like a pantomime horse. We put on a thing together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm the definitely arse into the horse in that thing. and But without it, it just looks like a guy with a, you know, you just look like a guy with a horse head on. So... I think I think the ass of the horse gets to do the funny stuff. Oh, I'm funny. Yeah, yeah. Don't you? Know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I I really feel like when I'm when I'm trying to be what I'm not, like I just hate it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to play it. I want to sing. Like, and mm. that's when at the start of all this COVID stuff, when I was doing like we've spoken about it before, but I was doing the you know, covers and originals. Just like I fucking hate this. Mm. Like I don't want to do it. And um, we Rosie and I were talking about this whole thing about you know what do we, 
we talk we talk about songs that you know and as a collection of songs what don't we have and can we craft something so it's a like more of a roller coaster and because the we basically recorded the first 10 songs we wrote and three of them have the same finger picking pattern because that's sure what and it's like okay well we're really aware of that now and we we want to kind of go well let's not avoid it but if but let's see what else we've got in that mm. scope um and um we just yeah i guess there's that element of trying to be authentic um because i can't like i we're just talking about you know this should be entertaining i think like i think being who we are i think our normal personalities i think um is i i think we're we're nice people and we're interested in the world and this is something i've spoken to people about interested people are interesting and they don't like it's the interest in their exploring of ideas that yeah. is entertaining not whether or not we're like we're entertaining no, that, now. Make, that makes perfect sense yeah. i mean uh, i mean i hear what you're saying right there. <clears throat> and so when you know when one of us is feeling flat and the other one says hey let's explore that and then that gets explored a little bit i think that is genuine and it's um uh you know i think i think that's entertaining you know in but not as we conventionally know it now if one of us doesn't feel like it then that's completely cool it's not a, i'm not saying that hey bradshaw don't avoid telling everyone how you, you know why you're feeling the way you're feeling because you know you want to be something that you're not feeling um but if you just if it's not the conversation you want to have on camera then that's completely cool and also most people if they were watching this would completely understand that yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, no, no, I get all that. So, I get all that. I, um, certainly as far as Sarah coming over tonight to do the gig with me, uh, there, there's, I've, um, I, th- I, I've sought to recognize that it's probably a really good thing for me. And having had a brief text conversation with her, probably a good thing for her too. Uh, on the one hand, um, I don't particularly want to be around anyone right at this moment in time. And um, on that same one hand, um, so I don't say on the other hand and then on the other hand, because then I would have three hands. So on the same one hand, um, I, I uh, no, it's not about wanting to be by myself. It, it's, the, it's the fact that when I feel like this, I don't think I'm much good to anyone and... I don't want to be the cause of anyone else fucking getting dragged down the 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 rabbit hole grain. So um I was going to say to her, you know what, I think I'll just do tonight by myself. There's a good chance that I wouldn't have done it. And then well fuck, that would be a whole other fucking spiral. Cause I I I, I as far as I mean, you know, I've used the word pledge before as far as um you know, I pledged that I would do these three gigs a week for as long as this lasted. I'm not beholden to anyone to do that, of course, except myself. Because basically, I promised that I would do it. If I didn't do it, uh, aside from feeling like I'd let a bunch of people down, but actually, fucking who actually cares? But anyway, I would let myself down and arguably that's the more important thing, even if that's not actually how you think about your own life. But... um realistically the best thing would be for Sarah to come me have a fucking great time with her because she's delightful and talented and fun and you know um 
so it's good it's good yeah. uh, it's good that she's coming tonight and it, it it will force me to do it and I'll have a really good time so because Sunday just gone I couldn't I couldn't pull myself out of how I was feeling I couldn't pull myself out of how I was feeling um, during the day which was I fuck it, do not want to do this today I don't know what's happened but I don't I just don't want to yeah um, and then I did and, and certainly in my in my fucking worst moments of feeling shitty um, as an all-encompassing term uh, for, for whatever's going on um, when I would have to go to work when I would have to put my gear in the car and drive to a gig and set up and hey everyone it's nice to see you um, although those moments were those times those gigs were exhausting to, to put on that front doesn't mean I didn't have a good time doing it and doesn't mean that I wasn't kind of elevated out of my um, malaise for that two hours of the three hours I had to be there in human captivity. Because um, that's what the, just the, 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 the amount of energy it would take to... Um, it's, a, it's a weird seesawry thing where the amount of energy it takes for me to be in a performance space when I'm feeling like that, um, uh, it, 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 it becomes that the good feeling is self-perpetuating. Like you fake it, fake it till you make it. I guess that's all I'm talking about. Like you get on stage and, um, you're paid to be an entertainer in that space. So you go out there and you do the best job you can do. And then you get the interaction, not, not the adulation, but the interaction and, and well, no adulation, fucking people applaud. So that's, that's fuck. That's, of course, that's what do it's people for. people applaud when you do gigs? They do. Um, I know it's hard to remember uh, that it ever happened. Um, but still, uh, the amount of the amount of energy that I get back. I'm going to stop saying you, you. The amount of energy I get back from that interaction still isn't enough to counteract how much energy I'm putting in to this is not being a martyr, but how much energy I'm putting in to, 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 to do what I'm being paid to do, to be, to be a performer, to be entertaining. So Sunday just gone. I just couldn't, I wasn't getting enough. I, I wasn't getting enough from the, from the, from the, the experience, from the interaction. I just, you know, and nothing happened. No one was fucking, everyone was lovely. Of course they were, because they always are. Um, and even on those odd occasions that we've spoken about where someone wasn't being lovely, they weren't actually being awful. Hmm. They, they, that wasn't their intention at all. So, <clears throat> um, yeah, far, I, and I, I, I'm really, really embarrassed about how I um, portrayed myself last Sunday. I haven't looked back at it. Um, I've looked back, <laughs> but I haven't looked back at it. Um, and I, I don't think I will because I probably don't need to be reminded about it. Um, and the only reason I'm leaving it up there in the world is just because um, I'm an anal retentive completist. So I feel like everything I've done, I want to be there. 
Um, and also, uh, but also the, the realistic part, I suppose, as well, is that most of it was good and the performance part of it was mostly good. There's a couple of songs I remember being in the middle of thinking, oh, whoa, dude, just fucking get in the fucking game. What are you, what are you doing? The disconnection, like even when I'm singing other people's songs, the idea that I could disconnect from it and be thinking about not thinking about fucking the laundry I have to do, but just thinking about playing the song, singing the song, and thinking, "What am I? What am I doing? What I, do? I just I, mean, I know, I know where I am in the song." It happened to me yesterday morning. I was just like, "Oh, yeah, I, right. I just went. I went in a different world. I was in a completely different headspace." And, I, and then during the guitar where the guitar solo should go, I started explaining what happened there when I sang the wrong lyrics and played the wrong chord. Is I just I went somewhere else. I don't know where. Like. I understand. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you the other thing. Uh, I mean, fuck. I know I, I know. I said before and have said many times, and of course we both know, it's never one thing. But I can I can certainly tell you, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to say, I know a couple of things that happened on Sunday, and one in particular I'm not going to talk about because it, it will feel mm, pejorative and kind of rubbish to other parties, and that wouldn't be my intention, but that's how it would sound. So, But I think over the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, um, and I did, I did virtual pub on Saturday night, and I had a, I had a really fun time doing it. Uh, it. And that was an easy, that was an easy sell. Because I had a bunch of people there who were fun and and were all there for the same purpose, and it was you know. Um, but certainly, yeah, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I, I think all of a sudden, not all of a sudden. I just think I have finally realised that um, my career as it were, actually, actually is never, ever going to look the same. And I think about the projections I made, even financially, as far as what, what, what my future might look like, given um, the number of gigs I was doing and the period of time for which I'd already done it, and then what that would look like in the future. And not that I, not that you know, eight gigs a week was sustainable until I'm fucking eighty, but that that is not even remotely a likelihood anymore. And I think that really fucking crushed me. Um. And you know, like I'm okay. I'm, I'm you know, I'm not on the I'm not on the bones of my ass or anything like that. But. <clears throat> Uh, I just feel, I feel really hamstrung and kind of trapped by, it's amazing that after all this time and after all the kind of the, the work I've done behind the scenes to stop identifying who I am by what I do, that actually that hasn't changed at all. I still identify who I am by what I do. And if I am not able to do it, then what the fuck am I doing? 
uh, yeah. That's all. No, I understand. If there's, no, there's no answer to that, and and you don't have to try to give one. That's I, well, I, well, there, there, well, I can relate to it because I've been through it, mm-hmm. uh, and I've not just been through it with what you're talking about in the last three months. I went through it in 2012 when, yeah. in that, I, I mean, I I know what it's like when you are, you know, you. We are all defined by what we do, like, and you know, basically how we see the world can be seen seen by others. Not by what we say, but how we behave and how we live our lives. So um, I don't, there's nothing unusual about, um, there's nothing unusual or, you know, petty about what you're talking about. I mean, and when I could say I went through it in 2012, like, one, you know, on Friday, I'd finished a 45 hour week doing something that I'd done for almost 20 years. And then on the Monday, I wasn't that anymore. Yeah. And and also, within a year of that, the thing that I'd done all my life didn't exist. I couldn't even go and say, oh, I used to do that because it wasn't even there anymore. Much yeah. like right now, gigs in front of human beings don't exist. Mm. Um, and so I, I, I understand that. And from I understand that from the scenario perspective. I've, obviously, we have our own, you know, ways of processing it and... Um, that's not to be undersold. Um, I think it's important to know that we all go through these things differently. Um, but yeah, man, it's and when you said you know like we used to do eight gigs a week, which you know it was me and you and what two other people in Melbourne that did that much work. I mean, like it wasn't even a reality for almost everyone else who was a working musician. Um, so, um. There's a real, it was a real part of that. Like we were in the, you know, the tip of that spear anyway, of being fortunate enough to know enough people, uh, be versatile enough, all that kind of, you know, and just the fact that we could play and sing and then go and be in a band or, you know, do a solo or do a duo. You're allowed to say that we're fucking great. Um, well, I mean, that's not really what I mean. Though it I mean, like, I mean. Um, and we also were busy because we were great, and it's interesting too because I'm, I what I notice um, about going online now, and there are lots of people who, um, there are, who I've worked with who are, are good musos, right? Who get way more views than me. Um, when I switch on to watch them, I go, yeah, I still don't really like you, <laughs> like because. This, and not not that I, not that you're not a good person or anything like that, but just no, you, no, no. you're not you just like you're not my vibe of what I what I like about either a being a musician or how you present as a musician or, or, or any of that stuff. And it's um and it's like oh yeah cool that's how people feel about me too. Like that's, of course like and then you have to go oh well um, do I pursue how to make that make myself more likable? It's like it's just. Dude, it's a combination of everything. It's your face, it's your black T-shirt, it's your voice, it's your guitar playing. Like, it's all the stuff that some people like, but most people don't. And that's the reality. I mean, it's reality for anyone. Unless you've got, you know, 100 million people watching your live stream, most people don't like what you do. <laughs> or at least they don't know about it. Yeah. So they get Surely chan- that's a more rational way of looking at it. It's not like a hundred million people have tuned into you at some point over the journey and then thought, hmm, 
But if, even that, like even that, there's like however many people who are online at any point in time uh, on potentially could sit down and watch one of my Facebook things don't because they go and you can see it on your phone. You can see how many people tune in and it's like they're gone now. They're gone now. They're gone now. And then you go, well, maybe uh, maybe there's nothing wrong with that. And you like, it's not personal. I'm not taking it personally. Um, oh, that's good. Because, well, you know. Even if it is personal, well, I don't know because no one said it. Like, but yeah, <laughs> um, but I've been. Yeah, like, and t- I mean, I'm I'm actually really thankful for the fact that no one's been. Well, I've uh, like negative. this week. I I <laughs> I deleted a whole bunch of people from my Facebook friends who I know and know personally, but who still continue to be disparaging about people who you know do online gigs and stuff. I was just like, oh, oh. is that right? Because they they just keep showing up in comments in other people's things. I just, yeah, oh, wow, I just, okay. I just don't, like, um, it's a little bit that thing, like the online person, your online persona, like some people just don't translate online no. the way they do when you can deal with them face-to-face. Um, yeah, right. But I, I, all that stuff, I mean, it's one of the really interesting things that I felt about this too is just like okay, so at what point do I do I change the way I've envisioned what I do and how I do it to the point where I, I think it's I think it's this um, until we're fully opened up, we we're not going to know mm. what what it means for what we do, and because there's like shutdowns again and stuff like that, we're we're extra months away from kind of seeing what the opening up of the world is going to be. Yeah. Um, and then there's like, well, is that, um, what does that mean for me work-wise and all that? Do I kind of at the end of July go, well, there'll be another announcement about things next week, I guess, and do I, that's it. All right, recruitment company, here's my resume. You know? Well, I mean, that's the thing, you know. I, 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 the, I suppose the other part of the frustrating thing for me is that I – um, I, I, it's the part of myself I hate is that I get quite discouraged. I don't mean discouraged easily, but when I get really discouraged, I find it actually really quite difficult to pull myself out of it. And I, and I find it difficult to have other people pull me out of it because yeah. I'm just, it's like I, I don't know. There's part of me that just thinks there's there's comfort in in the in the despair. Well, there is that that that's like that's the part I know, and so it's actually easier. It's easier to wallow in the um, uh, defeat and and uh, self-flagellation than it is to pull yourself out of it, and that. I mean, of course, the thing that paradoxically works against that is that I, I fucking hate that about myself. But it, I, I feel like it's always been there. You know, I, um, feels like the perfect time to actually make some changes to what what uh, any sort of work prospects might look like beyond being a, a guitarist and a singer. But. Do you think I can make the next step? I, I fucking can't, and that's so dumb. I hear how, I hear in my head how dumb that is, and I don't, 
say it even even to my best mate mm. i don't want to say that because i i hear how much that diminishes me to myself and to other people and i know you don't look at me like that but i think you will but it's not done man like it's i think that that um uh you know that's for lack of better description of it that's that's what that's what makes you a, a, a human being like that um reaction to um danger effectively that's the you know, this like thing in your limbic brain which is like there's a dangerous thing that's happening right now there's like the way that you live in the world has been completely challenged you can't go out of your cave right for lack of better scenario um you're looking out of the cave going um well i'm here alone like in my cave like for example and uh, i don't know when i can come out everything is unsure and it's like you you see it with like you know animals when they wake up from hibernation and they're like You know, I mean, what I mean by that is like I watched all those little documentaries when I was a kid just going, oh, look, you know, it's the world waking up after winter. Problem is we don't actually go to sleep for three months when shit goes bad. But that's what you... I fucking could. But, yeah, but that's what we... There's an element of that is like that depression, for lack of a better word, that you feel when you don't know what's going on and you don't know what next step to take. Um it's like that's the fact that it has this physical effect on us like it's it should like you're not um i guess is that you know i don't i I don't want to say hey you're not you're not weird for this like it what you're feeling right now is is perfectly reasonable yeah Um, and Um, the and the fact that what happens is when you when you're an adult and you're used to becoming being competent at a lot of stuff, right? And then something comes up that you're not sure how to solve. That's a really hard thing to get through because, well, if it was anything else around here, I'd be able to go and fix it or solve it or know the process to get someone else to come in and do it. But when it's in here, like it's well, you don't know. Like it's no. really hard. And it's I exactly it's exactly why I serviced my lawnmower on Monday. <laughs> Dude, it's exactly so I why. Could take something apart and fucking clean it, clean it, pull it apart and fucking clean it, and put it back together, and have no bits left over, and everything's fucking neat and tidy, and it's just See, something practical. Absolutely, you know what? And something I've spoken about to many people before. It's exactly why a lot of men who take their own lives take their own lives in their shed. Yeah. where they go to fix stuff, where all their tools are, and they go, what's wrong with me? I'm in my space where I go to fix everything. I can't fix what's going on. I don't understand what's happening. And, mm. um, and like, I don't have, what? where's the tool for here? Mm. There isn't one, like, in that respect, you know. And when you're, when you're an adult and you're competent at all this stuff and, you know, this thing, you're not, whatever's going on, you don't feel like you've got, even an idea of what the next step would be, um, you end up feeling like you're an idiot. Like, and you're not. Like, you're just not. Um, you, you know, you, you only get you only get to spend time working on stuff that you're presented with regularly enough. Um, and this doesn't this 
this scenario. Hmm. There's also an aspect of which which I found quite cute when I went to have some acupuncture a few weeks ago where the Chinese medicine lady says, look, men get their period too. It's just that they don't they don't get their period. You know, they go through a cycle of, you know, up and down and up and down. Like, <laughs> but we, we just, we don't really understand that because we can't measure it with, you know, uh, physical signposts. <laughs> I had a really hot face last Thursday at the gig. Um, what happened to the hot face? <laughs> I just had a hot face. Yeah. Menopause. Maybe. <laughs> I just, I, um, let's try to take the edge off. Yeah. And I, I think I'm, I mean, I'm, I know we weren't going to talk about, um, what serious things 45 minutes ago. Um, uh. but, um, I, I guess I, I, if I can reassure you of, of anything is like, you're not, you're not an idiot for having, you know, something that you're not quite sure how to solve instantly or even over a few weeks. Like, uh, no, yeah. no, no. And, yeah. and I mean, I suppose, um, not to negate what you, what you're saying and the, and the affirmation you're trying to give me, I, I, that's certainly one part of it that I'm not concerned about. <laughs> like I know that I'm not alone. And in fact, the really the only reason I'm saying anything of this is not is not to not to exercise it, but just to um like so much of, of what I've been trying to do through through this last three and a bit months is just kind of normalize it for people. It just I mean, it does. It certainly helps to know that you're not the only one going through something. Yeah, but there's that. I mean, what you've what you've spoken about when you're saying, you know, um, you know, you're getting Sarah over tonight, and you know that it's going to be, you know, you're going to have a good time. And I mean, the reality is that humans are social creatures, and and right now we're being told to socially distance. And in normal times, anyway, you you live by yourself. And so does Sarah, and so do a lot of people we know. Right, and what's what I know from having spent six years living by myself, and now not living by myself, is I can feel exactly the way you have described. Well, well, I can feel my version of what you've described, right? And by virtue of living in a house with someone, right, when she decides to make dinner while I'm in the middle of doing something which requires me, well, there'd be to, to know making dinner there. I get absolutely fucking furious, right? And also go, oh, yeah, I don't live, I'm not in my own world. I, don't, I live with, I share a space with someone. And and then I go, I go well, okay, well, I'm not actually angry about that. Right? Mm. Like, I'm just frustrated about this. So when you, and then, you know, I'm like, okay, well, I'll just take 10 minutes, you know, to wait till she's finished. And I'll go, oh, what are you making for dinner? Right, 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 and have a bit of a chat. And then I'm out of my, I'm out of that space because, there's there's someone that I live with, and that's that's actually way more natural, is to share space with people than it is for us to be by ourselves. Okay, um, uh, I mean my my counterpoint to that is I I feel like at the the end of my last relationship, which which ended, I ended it because I couldn't stand having to. Um, 
inflict myself on another person in my direct space all the time anymore. I, I, I just, I, I, cause I, cause when I'm like this, I don't want to be around anyone else. And I, and if I'm living with somebody, I don't want to be like this around them for them as much as I don't want to be like it for me. I just, I don't want them to have to deal with it. And I've been, I've been happier single for the last, what is it? Two years than I was in the lead up to that. Cause now I just get to, I mean, even if I'm just going to fucking wallow and even if it is that even uh, I, I woke up at eight o'clock this morning and, and to, this morning was the first morning I haven't um, woken up for the, I mean, I knew we had to do this today, but it was certainly for the first time in, in oh, five or six days that I haven't immediately thought of, well, I'll lie in bed for another hour or so and watch YouTube videos. And then I'll get up and, and when I get up, I mean, I'll get up and make a coffee and turn the heater on because the house is fucking 12 degrees. Um, and I'll go back to bed and I'll watch YouTube videos. Like I'll watch my little car videos. I won't watch anything that, I mean, it educates me because car videos, yay. Um, uh, and then, uh, you know, I say an hour, but probably 10. I'll probably get out of bed at 10 o'clock. And then I'll faff about the place and I, you know, I don't have emails to check anymore first thing in the morning. So that's great. And right. I don't have any bands asking me for gigs and I don't have <laughs> venues uh, <laughs> telling me that, you know, whatever. I don't, I, so I don't have any fucking stresses. Um, it does mean though, that it gets to one o'clock in the afternoon. And if, I mean, thankfully this week I had a, I had a client, I had work to do for a client, which was fantastic. Um, and fun and, and like a, a, a doing a backing track for a song, but like a cool song that I'd never heard before that really um, stretched my ears to um, really electronic-y. And they, they have someone they usually use to do their stuff. Um, but the director of the company, it's a, a circusy type company, um, didn't think that their regular person was going to, be able to stretch the ears enough. So, so that was really fun, like challenging and interesting. And, um, of course I underquoted because we're all in the arts industry and fucking hell, uh, presumably they're doing some sort of show, but uh, uh, presumably it's not going to have an audience. I don't fucking know. Um, so, uh, that was great. And that felt, that felt really nice as well that not again, not to be martyrish, even with them, but this, the director of the company writing to me and saying, we need this track done, have a listen to it, see if you think, yeah, no worries, I can do that. Um, how much do you think it's going to cost? It's like, Oof, uh, I mean, this could, you know, this might take me 10 hours. And if I was going to charge you studio rates, it would be so, but let's uh, not do that because we're all in the same boat. So that kind of felt nice without being martyrish. Um, but aside from actually having something again, practical to do something to show at the end, different to a lawnmower because it's still kind of intangible because you're only using your ears and you can't actually touch it. Um, but today was the first day that I haven't really woken up and thought another 12 hours, I can go back to bed. So that's kind of good. That is good. Like the story I told you before we came on today that last night, it's like, well, eight o'clock. I'm tired. 
I've been awake for, oof, you know, ten hours. I could, I could, I could go to bed. I'd go to bed now. But no, I won't. Oh, no, don't say something. No. That'd be dumb. Just yeah. and all I did then was just watch like five episodes of Family Guy, and then I went to bed, and uh, I I fucking slept for ten hours. I didn't fucking do anything yesterday. What the fuck? <laughs> but anyway, t- today we're doing this. We are. And, uh, you know, when you send me the files through, well, to say they've been uploaded, um, I will do my really absolute best not to fucking look at it for three days and do nothing with it, which is what I did last week. And the week before. I just have been doing the absolute fucking bare minimum to get by. Even when it comes to the expense of my best mate, who's already done the hard stuff. And all it takes is for me to just fucking listen to it and type some fucking words. And I know words. And I've got ears. I can do both those things really easily. And it impacts on my friend. And yet... Nah, if I just, I'm just going to walk around the house and listen to a fucking meaningless podcast because at least it fills my, my brain up with stuff that doesn't require any actual cerebral input from me at all. Oh, okay, good, 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 good. I think that was my apology to you for dragging my heels so much. Uh, um, and then blaming it on something else because, you know. What, what, did you, what did you blame it on? I blamed it on me being a lazy fuck that just fucking do the work, you cockhead. Yeah, but you know that that's <laughs> not what... You know that laziness isn't what's going on here, there. Mm, it feels like laziness. Yeah, it doesn't sound like laziness because laziness wouldn't have the amount of energy in all the F-words. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's... I mean, there's clearly something quite passionate about, um, you know, a shitty situation that we we find ourselves in. So I mean like yeah. Laziness would just be would just be like you would be apathetic towards it. And you're not. Uh, um, okay. Yeah, it's mate, it's anyway. It's just, I'm sorry. I and I can tell you like the only reason I'm getting anything done, if at all, right, is be and I believe like it's because for most of the time from eight thirty to five o'clock there's someone sitting two rooms away working. Yeah. Like bringing money in, and but not you know, and then coming in to here while I'm fucking mad professoring in my lab, uh, um, as she calls me. Um, <clears throat> she doesn't say the f word. Um, yes, yeah, she does. She does. She she doesn't. She just calls me a mad professor. Um, and she comes in and she'll you know she'll have a vent about something that she's having to do with some person who's on the end of electronic mail. Because mm-hmm. you know they're managing to run a company from not actually being where they usually do it, all that kind. Of, and I'm sitting here going, "Yeah, I'm trying to write a song. Yeah, that you know doesn't matter at all, but you know matters to me. So I guess it matters, right? And, and, you, and you, I know what you, I know what you mean. Like uh, as far as the guilt things, like fucking hell, like should I? Like, should I have a job job? Mm. Like, yeah, I'm, my brain's kind of going through all that kind of like, oh, we live in a world that does this. Right. Um, 
I'd have to deal with all that shit that she deals with. I know, but you know, I'm I mean, not the built. other side of that, particularly for you though, like it is for me, is you you want to feel like you're contributing. You want to feel like you're contributing to your relationship, to your household, to your greater community. Like you want to feel like you're fucking doing something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that you know is interesting enough. That's what. Um, oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh, I never thought that I could do that too. I wanted to swing to him. get myself more in the frame. I yeah, wanted, you wanted to, to swing him. Good. Um, <laughs> um, I get reminded whenever I go back on and do my Facebook Live things that there's a bunch of lovely people who, um, who yeah, I mean, they don't mind the songs, right? But part of what's lovely about doing it is that it's a little community who, when if if I don't go on and play they have to chat in a group without any music on. Yeah. And it's not the same. And, of course, it's, it's still same. nice. It's still nice, but it's not yeah. the same. Um, and... No, there's... Um, well, and, I mean, that. I mean that's an important thing, you know, while we're talking about adding value to the world. That That is... I mean, you and I would have had countless messages from people saying, thanks so much for what you guys are doing. And that, and that is lovely, and it's a lovely thing to hear and all that sort of thing. It kind of washes over me. Um, cause, uh, why, why? Cause why? Cause they mean it sincerely and they're expressing a, a friendly, thoughtful emotion to another human, which is lovely and done completely because they want to do it and want the other person to know how they feel and they want that person to feel good. Why does it wash over me? Well, that's cause it's, it doesn't change how you feel. Okay. And then you feel terrible. It's like, why can't, uh, why can't the lovely um, things that people take the time to express to me make me feel better? Because, and I'm sure we both write back. Thank you. That's really lovely. Yeah, oh, instantly. And I'm it like, is. What a lovely thing to say. Thank you so much. And yeah. I don't feel better. Like, no, um, I don't feel useful. Okay. I, yeah, because what I mean, where I sorry, I didn't actually finish my thought or sentence, did I? Um, where I was going with it was, um, it, within the the framework of of a musician, um, doing what they can to bring value to their life and to the lives of other people, you are doing that, and when you don't go on, people do feel the 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 they miss it, they miss it, they don't feel the loss. That's silly. But they, they miss it. I mean, you know, and that, Jesus, that, I mean, I hope that doesn't make you feel bad about those times when you don't go on because well, that wouldn't be what I would want to do either. Well, no, but, like, it could. but It could. It, it, I mean, but, you know, the whole reason I don't go on is because there's some other reason, you know, there's one of many reasons sometimes that um, I... I at that point in time needs to be addressed. And sometimes I just need to sleep. And sometimes it's because, like, I stayed up last night doing my tax because as much as I've gotten a few tips in the last couple of months, I've I've got to work out how much money I owe or I'm going to get back because I've got bills to pay because um, every, like, basically every dollar I earn now or get from anywhere is, well, is actually worth about five bucks. Hmm. Right, because, like, it you know I I'm not I don't have any spare money, no nah. anymore, um, and 
you know, in life, it's 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 whacking. And then like, you get that thing that's happening so I just go, oh, fuck, um, all the money that I know is coming in is spent and I still need more. Like, I got and- my gas bill on on uh, Friday. Well, fuck that. Maybe that played into things as well. Yeah. So I have saved a lot of money on fuel, but w- wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I've yeah. spent a lot of time at home you're in not, a cold winter. You're not spending it on gas, but you are spending it on gas. Yeah. yeah. Holy fuck. And I, yeah, the money the money thing, I, I it certainly, I'm aware, it's funny, isn't it, how money fucking rules our capitalist existence? <laughs> it's not funny at all. Or even odd, or even unusual. Um, but I know that uh, it, it, in the last three months, I had another one of these massive dips, and it was, it was definitely, definitely finances was the catalyst for that, and it was where I was trying to put this, you know, new system together, and my computer died, and it's, fuck, fuck, okay, where does where does three thousand dollars come from? And uh, over the weekend. I know I talked to you about rehoming these kittens that um, Sarah yeah. showed me on Thursday night. <clears throat> I just... Fuck. Um, I remember how much at the, at the end, it was at the end, it was after 17 years, or after 15 years and then 17 years, I remember how much <laughs> Scritchy cost me. In, in vet bills and all that sort of thing. Um, if that happened now, if that happened now, I wouldn't have been able to, I wouldn't have been able to fix her, even that I couldn't. Yeah. But so I had told Sarah that I would talk to her on Saturday about these kittens and then I didn't and I messaged her and said, sorry, and I fucking lied. I don't know. I said I just got tied up. And then I messaged her on Sunday and probably said the same thing because I, in the message on Saturday, I told her I was going to call her on Sunday and then I didn't. And I just, I think I messaged her on Sunday and apologised again. Fucking hell. Um, financial considerations stopped me from rehoming to cats that need homes. So... <laughs> <laughs> There's a fucking double whammy. It's like worried about the money thing and fucking there's 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 two out of a billion, but two out of a billion cats that I could have fucking given a good life to and have chosen not to. And if fucking hell, we make things work. But I I fucking chose not to. Is that a triple whammy? I don't know. Anyway, fuck. Why are we talking about money so much? Sorry. Well, it's, uh, which is what, it, well, you know, <laughs> it's what, yeah, it's what we're dealing with. It's part mm. of what we're dealing with mm. because we, you know, there's that element of, well, um, uh, we got to where we are by being part of, uh, you know, a whole set of systems that we agreed to and, or we were at least complicit in participating in, and then, oh, look, a whole bunch of that stuff's ch- changed rapidly, and now we have to work out um, the next steps forward. And yeah. it's 
super challenging, man. Super challenging. <laughs> it's really is we've we're um our our existence as we know it is threatened and um it, 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 we we're not quite sure what to do. Mm. <laughs> well, you know, I, 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 was, I was supposed to be songwriting today <laughs> with a friend of ours who lives in a lockdown area. He sent me a message yesterday and said, "So, what do you reckon? We risk it?" <laughs> no, <laughs> no, what? I mean, yeah. I didn't actually say that. What I did was passive-aggressively send him a screenshot of a news article of fucking police stopping cars at the border. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I didn't hear back. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Yeah, that's Come really... Tr- that's... Yeah, that's a, that's a real... Look, living in that scenario... I'm, um, That's a whole other podcast, isn't it? But yes, the fact that... You know, we we're living in um, a movie now. Like it was different when, like, we're all in it together. Yeah. But, but now it's like actually, you guys, we're not in it together anymore. No. Um, and and, I mean, again, uh, you know, not to rail on the mainstream media, but just even already the couple of stories I've seen about the fucking tribalism that has set in. That hasn't been funny or good-natured. Yeah. That hasn't been you and I potentially, and I haven't done this, but potentially ribbing our friends who are stuck in their place saying, ha-ha! <laughs> Look, I'm in Albuquerque. I'm in New Mexico. Oh, that's the same. Good. <laughs> yeah, but... Yeah, I know. It's uh, fucking hell. Again, so I yeah, so I went shopping and and I met two lovely people and then I saw three shit ones. Uh, humans. How many? How many lovely? How many shit people unbalance one lovely one? Oh well, I, I mean, this was three to two. Is that about the right ratio? I'd like to think that it takes more bad shit, yeah, to unbalance me from the good stuff. That's what I'd like to think. <laughs> I'd like to think that too. <laughs> um. I, I mean, you know, it's like, was it Matt Damon or Brad Pitt that, you know, talking about the Me Too thing and saying not everything was as bad as everything else? And then, you know, so throwing the baby out with the bathwater. There are degrees of fucking uh, um, grievances. That, that, so there's a scale yeah. whereby, you know, you can smoke directly in front of me and I can just not breathe and get by you and it's actually not that big a deal. Um uh, or you can, uh, you know, not let me in when I'm trying to turn left into a busy road. And it's like, okay, you, I'm glad you saved yourself a car length there, but I can I can wear that, you know. Uh, no, I can't. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um, this has been long, hasn't it? Sorry. No, no. I, I mean, this is back to what we were talking about bef- before. I mean... Um, <laughs> I know, I, I know. <laughs> I, I don't... I mean, if anyone listens and uh, likes to engage in what we create, then that's really nice. Um, um, but um, I make this for us, mm. like you know, because uh, uh, without these kind of things, um, yeah, I'm not. 
I don't, I don't do particularly well. <laughs> like, um, and what that would mean is that without these kind of things, I would be forced to make significant changes to my life, which would mean, for example, like I couldn't be, I couldn't be the musician that, you know, I've, well, up until recently, I couldn't be a full-time musician at all. I would have to mm. be uh, a full-time something else and maybe play on the weekend and maybe give up songwriting or maybe not play cover gigs and yeah. only do songwriting, like, you know, which which might be what has to happen for a while or for the rest of my life. And that, you know, it takes a while to kind of get your head around um, redefining who you are in your head in order to... Apparently. Yeah, it does, man. It really does. Yeah. Um, I uh, um, had a brief chat with, uh, with our mate Geordie yesterday who rang and I, I nearly didn't answer it because... Well, anyway, but then I did because <laughs> Geordie is the guy who just rings to check in and it's never under the guise of, hey, doing, mate? It's always just, hey. <laughs> <laughs> but absolutely what he's doing is checking in with his mates and does it unfailingly. And, I, you know, I, 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 didn't, I didn't want to talk with him about it. Shit. That was bright. I know it was bright at your, I don't know, my email just all of a sudden opened with new mail and it was something about coronavirus restrictions so it can get fucked um uh and and uh certainly one of the things i said to him just about uh, reevaluating um where you sit in the hierarchy of the world or where i sit sorry i'm gonna stop saying the collective you is uh well, I tell you what he said first. He said, "Well, okay, this goes way back, dude." Yeah, it does, um, because it was me thinking. So maybe my parents were right when they were upset with me that I dropped out of uni and became a musician. Because if I had chosen a more sensible path, then I wouldn't be in the position I'm in now, and I wouldn't be worried about. Oh, I mean, I'd still be I mean, There'd still be stuff. I but mean, I'd be sitting at home tapping away on a computer keyboard instead of tapping away on a fucking um, keyboard. Not necessarily, mate. You might be a, you know, aeros, you know, you might have gone into aviation. You know? Yeah, I know. Yeah. You might have gone into any number of, uh, you know, tens of thousands of professions that are affected by this. And, and, and you know, please, I would hate for you to misunderstand. My parents haven't said to me, oh, well... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they kind of did for, for many, many years, but they haven't this time. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean... Like, like, when, I, like when I've had a bad throat, like when my voice has been fucked up, like when it was... How long ago was the last time it was really, really bad? Like 10 years ago or something? When my mum's first port of call was, you might have to think about doing something else. <sighs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> But that, I mean, look, you know, that thing that you, your mum said, I mean, yeah, there's plenty of chiropractors and, um, you know, osteopaths and um, bricklayers that have to think about doing something else when they get to a certain age because they can't physically do what they did when they were younger. Yeah. Um, you know, most of the people that own plumbing or building businesses will tell you, uh, I got to be 35 and I couldn't work on the site properly anymore. So... I decided to finally make a jump 
and start my own business and have other people do that for me. Like Yeah, even even Don Dockin has another singer on stage. No. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. How's yeah. that? <sighs> Oof. Yeah, there you go. I mean Ozzy has his singer off stage. <laughs> Did, Did that, you know that? No. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't think of the guy's name. He's quite famous. But in in a booth, in a soundproof booth, off stage, singing along, set of headphones, double. Um, it's not um, it's not the guy that was that's in Warrant now, is it? Yes. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, yeah that's him. I've heard of him doing um really interesting things. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of them. Yeah. Right. Fucking hell. Unreal. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm not Don Dockin. No, I'm not Don Dockin. <laughs> Why does my phone um, often autocorrect your name? And I'm sure it happens to other people. Anytime anyone in your comments calls you Don, I guarantee that's 90% of the time that's an autocorrect. Um, yeah, pro- probably. Yeah. yeah. You'd think I'd been to enough S&M sites that, you know, if I typed in Dom, it would know I meant Dom. Uh, what? Every time I type in, oh, sorry, did you think I meant every time I type in Dom, it comes out Don? No. Every time I type in Dom, it comes up Subdom. Um, <laughs> see, I don't know how phones work. I don't care either. If, I know that people know what my name is and it's just a iPhone thing. Yes. That's fine. Correct. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I wish my name was Don and then I wouldn't have to be Dom. I could be someone else. <laughs> Um, yeah. That'd be what good. are you doing today? Uh, I have I have to do well. I have to. <laughs> I don't have to do it. Fucking. Um, I've got to do my video for my song number twenty six or twenty five. Oh, so good. Um, so the song's written. I had a lot of trouble. Um, so here's here's the, my problem with doing those video songs that I do. Those whatever you call them, word, lyric video, live lyric video things. Probably with writing a song and then not having played it very much um, when you want to make a video is you don't really know it yet. Yeah. Like, and so, um, like yesterday it took me, actually yesterday was pretty good. I I can tell you right now, let me tell you how many attempts it took me to record. Because I've got the Ecamm folder with stop, start, stop, start, stop, start. Um, movies, Ecamm live recordings yesterday. Uh, obviously not the last one, but uh, 1, 2, 35. What? 35 attempts starting at 1.30 and the, I eventually I got a take at 2.38. Wow. The, the take that is in the video from yesterday took that many attempts to get from the... St- and that was the first time I sang it from beginning to end without... Well, there were a few chords that I didn't get exactly right, but... I was like, no, that's how the song goes. That's for this purpose. And I know that 
five or six people will watch it on YouTube. Like that's it. No one watches them. Right. It's but it's like it's not the point. Like it's not the point. I said I would do them and <coughs> it's in, and I've written a song and I you know it's part of my thing. So this week's one because I'm a bit like because I wrote that song like ten days ago. Um, this week's song was written, but I played it. I haven't played it for anyone other than I played it for Rosie last night while she was here. Um, so that's what I've got to do today. I've got to kind of go well. It could and then it probably takes me half an hour to do the video with the lyrics and put everything up too. So it's a good, it's a good two hour and a bit chunk to get one of those down. Yeah. Um. So what was happening earlier in the year where I'd write a song, I'd have it on my phone, and because I would be going to gigs all the fucking time, um, I'd be able to listen to it back and forth and back and forth. So maybe I'd listen to the song 30 or 40 times by the time I sat down to make the video, so I knew it. Like yeah. I at least, knew, you know, knew how it went. So if I made a video, it would take me 10 takes to get it. Um, I'm really hoping that the song I basically wrote last Wednesday that I didn't quite finish, that that enough of the bits of it are in my phone because otherwise, and I think it's good. Good. But obviously not good enough to finish. <laughs> it should have been done. It should have been done. Um, yeah, I've, I've, I've found um, here's something very, very interesting. The last two weeks that I've been working on this song because I've been we've got this anywhere song that we're trying to put on the record and we've been trying to do it here and I've been working on it for hours and hours and hours and hours every day because I'm because I'm learning I don't know how shit works mm. we're doing that um, is this is putting the drum part down which obviously isn't I imagine it's not going to be the drum part that goes on the record I'm recording everything so but will demo replay stuff don't know so, oh, okay, right. So I have basically produced a whole song that yeah. I sent to him a couple of days ago and he responded today with a couple of notes as to like, okay, well, you know, there are a few things that I would probably do differently. Um, right. Super generous. He's like, it's really, he just, he said, it's, you've done an excellent job. There are a few things that stick out for me that I would try to change. Um, so that's really good because it's like, okay, well, maybe by the time we actually because it was an issue of, well, it's probably two days of recording to record a song, mm -hmm. yep. and we actually, we actually don't have that money, so yeah. um, we need to get it mixed though, to it so it kind of fits with the record. So, do I have enough time to create? I probably do have enough time. Can I create something that sonically will at least <clears throat> he'll be able to glue in there, and it won't yeah. be too out of place. Um, and so that's what I've been working on. But I've been work really, really working on it. But what I was kind of um, wanted to say is, so I've just been in music all day, every day, and just like, oh, I don't feel like writing anything. I've got nothing to say because my head's yeah. somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Um, and when, whereas before when I was in and out of the house all the time, I always had some kind of thing that I could, I guess I could write that song or I could write that song. Mm. So um, a little bit like it reminds me of when, and nowhere near as bad, but it reminds me of when I was a full-time guitar teacher and I just could not pick up the guitar at, uh, for fun. And 
uh, or to be creative uh, while yeah, I was, absolutely. while I was being. I mean, that's how I felt when I was gigging all the time, but I've since discovered that it's not that at all. It's laziness. <laughs> laziness brackets not laziness. That I understand. This has been a wide-ranging discussion. It has. I've enjoyed it. Thank you for yeah, sharing. So no, thank you, mate. Thank you for sharing you. with us. It's very good. Um, have you seen my mug? Uh, I I am aware of this. <laughs> <clears throat> Matty Bright. Yeah. Matty Bright gave me one. He's a good man. Very cute. They're really nice. <laughs> Uh, he's got a funeral to go to tomorrow. Yeah. yeah okay. That's rough. Mm. Mm. I wasn't sure if you knew. Yeah, dude. I went around the other day. Ah. See, he lives over there. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, right. Two Ks. Just the here. other side of the forest. Yeah. Uh, there's a bit of a forest between us, actually. <laughs> it's, no, priv- it's, it's privately owned, but. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, the old Lara Forest. Yeah, he lives off Forest Road. Is that Does. true? Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it's good. I think it's called Forest Road. There's a Forest Road in Lara. Okay. Hey, I was really itchy last night. I just I saw you doing this and I was scratching my finger. I was really itchy in bed oh. last night. In bed? Yeah. Ah, oh, did you? Last, re- couple, last couple of nights. Because um, I, uh, I, I have on the odd occasion um, taken codeine for fun and oh. but discovered... The last time I took it, that I have uh, an allergic reaction to it that I never did. Oh, right. But now I do, so I, I can't because it may it it not a there's no rash. Yeah. But it, it's it's re- uncomfortably itchy and shit, and that's what I felt like last night. But I haven't oh. had any, so it doesn't seem fair at all. You get all the side effects with none of the benefits. Benefits. Yeah, that sucks. It hey, does um, suck. <laughs> so <laughs> that reminds me. Did you hear? Um, one of these returned travellers from overseas um, was complaining about one of the hotels having bed bugs. Yes. And um, the chief health officer going, well, you probably, you know, basically saying, mate, you probably just put your suitcase on your bed. Like, yeah. You know. Yeah, you brought them. <laughs> yeah. Have did, you ever- you, did you hear um, that the uh, private security, uh, maybe just one, but anyway, the security guard, uh, one of the security guards working at one of the Victorian uh, quarantine hotels, because um, you know there's been all that kerfuffle about. Yep, um, was uh, sleeping with the guests. <laughs> I mean, we don't deserve to live. Unreal. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So good. Um, uh, and uh, the, the first case in days and days and days, or weeks um, in the Northern Territory um, just showed up today. And it was someone who had returned from overseas, quarantined for two weeks, visited someone in Victorian hotspot, went back to the Northern Territory, tested positive. <laughs> oh, my so, God. Okay. Well, you know. Sorry, I've ruined I've ruined a good vibe to finish things off. Well, all I can say is, scientist, if you're gonna fucking lab engineer a disease, it's gonna take people out, right? At least identify the genes and the chromosomes 
and the certain type of people are going to behave a certain type of way, and get rid of those fucking idiots. <laughs> target, target those ones. Target them. Yeah. Can't be that fucking advanced to society if we're not able to target the morons. I'm joking. I like that. I'm joking. Oh, come on. Put your little moustache on and go genocidal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just, yeah. It, it is laughable. Yeah. Yeah. If it wasn't so criable, cri- John Criable. Yeah, it's just no good. It's no good. <laughs> I didn't hear I didn't hear that those last two things. No, I read them just before we came on. Yeah. Because, yeah, just while I was set up and waiting, I just thought I'd check in on the news. Yeah. Because I, uh, you know, I bugged out for a couple of days. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, I just didn't, mm. uh, you know, well, you know from when we actually spoke Monday afternoon that I... She, uh, not for the first time, and I said it to my goddaughter Harmony yesterday as we were walking together. Um, yeah, my life is is never diminished by not looking at Facebook for a couple of days. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, one of our dear friends was telling me about someone who um, who uh, has been uh, verbally, no, uh, but on Facebook, you know, one of those people's like, I'm just trying to start a conversation. It's like, it's not a fucking conversation. Oh, no. It's the back of a toilet door. It's the equivalent of writing on the back of a toilet door, right, and then walking back in and out just to see who's trodden through the piss and the shit on the floor to write something else in the back of the door. It's Nice not, metaphor. Uh, it's like I just don't understand how people don't, um, how it isn't obvious to people that that is not conversation. Like, I don't get I mean... I mean, as I said to that person, I mean, this is like face to face is real conversation. Video to video is almost real conversation, and phone calls are all uh, like a less conversation because unless you can see the yeah. impact of what you're saying to people, you're not conversing. Yeah, like you. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I, yeah. I've um, I've come more and more to. Uh, accept your way of looking just, at that. There's, I mean, like the, well, I was telling you earlier, like about um, you know unfriending um, and uh, some people, and I'm just like, you see, well, that was interesting to me. Yeah, that you've I, done I, that. I blocked. I, I, I mean, I there's plenty of people who I consider my good friends who are, their stuff doesn't show up in my feed because of the way they behave. We've discussed this many times. Hmm. Uh, the way they use the, uh, social media, but. Um, it actually got to the point where just like, you know what, I'm probably never going to bump into you. And yeah. And I feel like I'm never going to make an effort to. I'm probably never going to bump into you. And um, this has actually soured how I see you. Um, yeah. And the best way... Yeah, that's a real shame, but I, I get it entirely. I've yeah, had exactly the same experience. The, the best way for me to be able to, in my small brain, the best way for me to overcome the probably that initial thought that I might have if I do bump into you, right, is for you never to show up on my radar again until I see you face-to-face. And then what will happen, I know what will happen, is it'll be fine. Yeah. Because face-to-face is real life and, you know, um, it's easy to start off on a, like, a level field of dignity and respect with someone, right, if you've just never seen how they go about using themselves in the fake world. Yeah, <clears throat> um, that's that's really that's 
actually a really lovely way of looking at it. Uh, because, yeah, I mean, I I can't think of really very many people that my face-to-face experience of them has been, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> like, I mean, I know, like, the, these interactions with people out in the world who, who you don't know at all and, you know, they're, they're behaving weirdly in public. But it's almost like it's their anonymity that allows them to get away with being idiots in public. Um, there are also people who behave that way are also kind of wired in a way that most people aren't, I yeah. believe. I believe. And there are not, I don't think there are anomalies, like, um, for the most part. Um, but, you know, if you were, you're like, for example, if you knew someone who was a security guard, like, working in a hotel, who was sleeping with, like, quarantined guests, you'd be like, okay, you are a special kind of silly person and you probably, you probably don't actually have many people who would be willing to give you the time of day in real life. I'll be, uh, I would be super surprised. Well, um, I mean, I hope that's the case. Yeah. <laughs> what a horrible thing to hope. It was a real, I, was I ta- hope that person's really lonely. Uh, it's not talk- what I meant. But I was talking to, was it my mum or my dad? Maybe it was just at mum and dad's. And I was thinking, I think it was when they, when they asked the military to come in and help in Victoria, and. So it's a really, really tricky one because you would have thought that that would be the first they would be the first people posted on the on the front of a hotel door, right? But once you get the military involved, it looks like you the the optics of that are really, really profound. Yeah, in a free society, right? But you know, everyone's gone. I mean, there's you know you know what it's like to go to the supermarket and there's a security guy in a security uniform on the front. It's like, what the fuck are you going to do? Right, like it's just—it's just a reminder. Sleep with me. Yeah, well, you know, it's just those things are just a reminder that maybe you know, if you were the small percent of people that were thinking about maybe doing something illegal in this place, um, well, then maybe don't. Like, but that those are the same people that they've just put in the front of hotels. People are like, well, you know, well, they're not professional. <laughs> just no. you know. Um, and they're not, you know, they're not answerable to, you know, anyone but the contractor, I assume, and now the rest of the fucking state. But, yeah. I should, sorry, I probably should say alleged. Well, I just, I still think that, I mean, even the stories of, um, you know, those people who work for those companies just going home and, and not, like, like I mean, surely, surely the uh, um, the hiring of people to be security at hotels where quarantine guests are, surely that should have come with the proviso of okay, then you also need to we're going to pay you a premium, but you need to be isolated as well. Hmm. Don't don't make any sense. To, I mean, like, no, it's a, it's except a, God bless them. It's a it's a private security. As I so often say, you know. God-fearing Christian that I am, when I say God bless him, obviously I'm being, <laughs> there's something there. Um, God bless him, it's a private security company. They're the same people that are doing security at the gigs we used to do. And how much would you fucking trust them to do the right thing? I love you all. Thank you for protecting me. 
Well, I, I just think it's a, a f- you know, the, the issue there is a gross mismanagement of the, the procedure from the state government. Like, they're responsible for it. If, they, if they're going, if they're going, you need to self-isolate, then they, how, how could they not have had a practically airtight system for employing people to do that job? Yeah. Yeah. Y- yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean yes, yeah. Some Someone is responsible. Someone has been irresponsible before the security guard. From the top. That's, that's from the top, man. That's that's the yeah. that's the premier. That's his job, Ugh. you know. And, you know, as you said, God bless him. I mean, like, you know, who'd want that fucking job right now? But um, if you're going to make a call as, for, as a state government that anyone who comes in, like, has to self-isolate and this is where we're going to put you and we're going to do this and blah, blah, blah. I mean, like, to not go to the proper lengths to... Um, yeah. To... to you know, it, I, I to use God it. bless him in the same way I use um, I'm not racist, but... Yeah. In the same way people... Not me. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> God bless him. But you're a fucking idiot yeah. is what I'm doing. Yeah, that's a... I mean, I guess that's the, that's the difference, though, isn't it? Um, well, no, what's that? Cause no. I don't know what you're going to say, but don't say it. If you don't think you should, then you're probably right. No. Yeah, I mean, it's easy. I was just going to go along the lines of it. It's super easy to stand back um, and be uh, really critical of what, you know, of that situation. But sure. um, also... Um, yeah, I mean, when you feel like you've done your part, and like, and they're telling us to do this, you've got to do this, you've got to do this. It's all it's for the good of everybody. It's like, what? You can't even put fucking proper security procedures in place and hire people who are competent, yeah. like, and accountable. Like, you, they don't have individual contracts with the state government about their behaviour. Like, yeah. you know, you know, some foot some footballer gets drunk and gets you know and hanging out with some friends, you know, and gets banned from playing for a month. Right, I mean that's that's football, and they're punishing people like that. What do yeah. you what do you mean you're not doing that kind of thing with the security on the hotels, or the chefs who are still working in the hotels, or whatever? Like it's just yeah, maddening, it's, madness, and maddening. It's yes, and then of yeah. course what that leads to is you know um, people that we know having a lockdown in you know in their individual suburbs for. Yeah. Oh, I. Mm. Yeah. Oh God. I feel very fortunate that um I live where I live because, um, I probably would organise a march. Yeah. If, if I lived in one of those suburbs. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, well, what are you gonna do? Stop me from having a fucking march? Which would be awkward if you lived in Brunswick, because on one side of the road, just me and people going about their normal lives. And on the other side is the other suburb. Was I, did you see um, um, Dan Toop's post? Oh, it was fucking hilarious. Let me. I took a he's, screen. He is quite pithy and funny sometimes. Uh, it, he, uh, DJ Dan. He um, he shared a tweet. Well, I think I believe. Oh, here we go. Feeling for those in Brunswick West whose penny farthing repair dude lives in Brunswick East. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. 
really, so really many great. fixed brake bikes in. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> great. But but Penny Farthing. Oh, oh lordy, so, so many beards. Don't their millennial fucking hipster beards get stuck in the spokes? They're pretty. They're some pretty long beards. Well, that's probably what the repairs are for. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's got hairline cracks. Ah, good. Thank you. All right, we should go now. Okay, mate. <laughs> Quick, before we start talking about something else. Yeah, good plan. <laughs> um, maybe we can make this a two-parter. <laughs> oh, God. Um, thank you. Have a good day. You too, mate. Thank you. Have a good day. Are you on tonight? Um, are you going on at 9 o'clock? Yeah. Yeah, I'll go on at 8. All right. Cute. Yeah, i got a new song I need to practice. <laughs> Good. I'll just play it for an hour. I'll get good at it, by the <laughs> Perfect. I uh, won't play it for an hour. I'll play it 11 times in an hour. Be, got to be specific about these things. Yes, you do. Um, all right, everyone. Slider biscuits. Mwah. Thanks. See ya. See you, bud. End. End. Oh, not end meaning for all. Shit. Stop, stop recording. That's what I want to do. And...